welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture after-party for people who need just a little bit more. We're two friends, Jason and Steph, and we aren't quite ready to sleep on all things pop culture. Welcome to Kick-Ons, because the party's not over. The night is young, no we're not done, party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the Kick-Ons. You're welcome. Welcome to Kick-Ons, the pop culture up. To party for people who want just a little more. Let's set the scene, Jason. Do you know what? I feel like the scene's already been set a little bit because the like you saying the pop culture after party literally was like um, techno. It sounded like you were a um, computer. Oh, wow. Is that just because I'm getting really good at my like announcer voice? My um, Tova voice? Yeah, if Tova was like um, a robot and like people spoke uh, computer generated language, then yeah, you you are you are Tova. Wow, love that for me. Well, I'll set my scene. Um, <laughs> I am living my full Dax and Monica armchair um, expert fantasy right now, sitting in a lazy boy recording a podcast, and I'm really happy about it. <laughs> Um, I'm also <laughs> wearing my Chloe Swarbrick greens sweater that it finally really arrived suits you. yesterday. It really brings out the color of my eyes. I feel like if I may say so myself. Can I guess the um, color of your eyes? Yeah, you can. Maybe are they blue? No, they green. Well, that's the thing. So thanks for bringing this up. My whole life, I thought I had blue eyes and I like was cool with that, you know? And then I was sitting one day with mum and she was like, your eyes are not blue. They're green. They're blue green. And if you were a missing person, I would, I would have said you had blue eyes and it's not true. Whoa! So, yeah, it's a fucking bomb to drop on you like that. And then she's like, <laughs> no. "And I'm getting a divorce from your father." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that a green. I don't know. I don't know what color my eyes are. It's okay, really well, sh- sh- it shook my identity. Don't go missing while I'm away. I'll try not to. Just before we talk about that, um, I have to shout out. The official shout out he's been waiting for to a friend of the pod, Adam, and friend of the pod, Nate, who kindly gave up his greens jersey so I could have it because I was shit and didn't get my shit together enough to order it in time before it sold out. And luckily, Adam bought three. And now I have one. <laughs> wow, that's so kind. Yeah, it is really kind. It's so sweet. So I'm really happy about it. Thank you, guys. Um, you are currently in a bedroom with a fan on? No. No, the fan is turned fan. off, but um, I am in the 4200 right now. Yeah. Why, Pukuro. Um, visiting my family. I'm sitting in my brother Jake's bedroom. Uh, it, oh. it is the minimalist heaven I dream for myself. 
That is so yeah. nice. It's He's got so nice. two drawers that are exactly the same, both tall boys, massive, deep, um, deep size drawers. They could fit so many clothes in there. And it's actually really nice because I actually packed in such a rush that I didn't really bring much. So I've been going through his clothes and I'm wearing his right. socks right now. Um, the fan is just decorative. It's not plugged in, but my mum likes to keep a fan in all rooms because of menopause. Just like a, my ultimate dream is to have a phone charger in every room. Yes. My ultimate so dream is to have a fan in every room. Just someone being like, love you, Jason. You're amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like you have fans in most rooms. Oh, that's so nice. I do have a fan <laughs> in this room right now, and it's myself. Nice. What does your top say? Um, it's No, it's uh, Lee Cooper, original oh. brand established in 1908 London. Um, it's got Love a butterfly it. on it, and it's pink, which I've been trying to wear a lot this week. Great, great. Yeah. We love it. Um, I cannot remember. <laughs> well, this is our first podcast where we have been <laughs> yes. apart. Yes, that was it. We are doing this via Zoom, which I was saying earlier is kind of in a dream. All the podcasts that I listened to in ISO were people like trying to make shit happen over Zoom. But because we were together, we've never done one apart. And so I, I my FOMO is kind of being really Well, it's finally deep. happening. And it's actually perfect because we get to play What's the Challenge? Whoa. Okay, uh, wait. I've got a chip I've, as well. Should I go get uh, it? Yeah, go get your chip. Um, so beside okay, me, I've got talking. a bag of chips. Uh, don't you okay. worry, I will keep talking. Um, yeah. Beside me, I've got a bag of chips, which I'm finding I've actually eaten most of the bag while I was waiting for you to jump on. Um, but I have got oh. some left. And because we've played What's That Chip Bitch quite a few times off air, I've actually... Yes. I think that this chip is going to bamboozle the hell out of you. I like, if you really? get this chip, you are, you are queen of what's that chip bitch. You, okay. you win, you take home a hundred thousand dollars. You get, um, uh, a Anastasia lifetime supply Beverly of Anastasia Hills. Beverly Hills. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I'm going to put this notepad in front of my face so I can't see what the chip is. Yeah. Okay, gorgeous. This is going to be a bit different because we're also not recording using microphones. We are recording on our uh, Apple pods. pods because we are yes. fancy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> okay, are you ready? Yes. Okay, I have the chip in my hand. and Okay, I'm focusing. What's that chip, bitch? that just sounded that audio is gonna be so funny okay can i can i put the notepad down put the notepad down okay i think it's a thick cut (gasps) it's not okay is it something that i've consumed in your mum's house before like is it a typical chip uh, it's definitely something that you've consumed in my mum's house before, but I would say it's it's not a typical chip. 
Would you like another listening? Yeah. Okay. It's not a typical chip. Okay. Round two. What's that chip, bitch? <laughs> oh my god! It probably just sounds like Fluffy, the three-headed dog from Harry Potter, eating. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a typical chip. Oh, I haven't had one of those before. Um, <laughs> I was just gonna say, there's like these new oven-baked bluebirds out. No, think, think more. Um, like children's lunchbox that's what i am thinking is it a cheesel no but it's on the same okay oh yeah it is cheese flavored actually um it's on the same wavelength (gasps) of like random chip cheetos no not cheetos do you want one more time and then if you can't get it then you're a loser you're a sore loser is it a twisty no, it's not orange. Oh, Are you ready? <gasps> yes. Oh. <laughs> What's that chip, bitch? Cheese and onion, something? Yes, yes. Is it munchos? It's munchos! <laughs> <laughs> yes. I can't wait for you to hear that audio it sounds like you're swallowing a toad <laughs> oh my god so funny okay, oh my god congratulations yeah Thank um you. I'll, I'll just cover my face so, with the bag of oh, chips okay yeah oh did you just see that i think you did no i didn't okay okay thank god we're not recording this on video because okay three two one what's that chip bitch <laughs> okay Adam is going to hate this Because he hates hearing chewing So oh, I just okay. a really lovely shout out And now I'm like giving him his worst nightmare I think that that chip How does is, it sound? It sounded quite thin to be honest Okay So I would say the crunch ratio was maybe a six Okay. Um, so I'm going to go with a sea salt. No. Okay. <laughs> May I hear yes. the sound again? Sure. I've only got one more, so this is your only chance. Oh, okay. okay. Oh, no. Or I can, I can break it in half. Yeah, can I, I hear you break, break it in half, half as well? Oh, I, I just did it. Sorry, wait. <laughs> Three. Oh, two. <laughs> Okay. I'm going with I'm just wondering like it's the end of the week. You mustn't have much money left. <laughs> so I don't think although, it's a gourmet. Yes. For legal reasons, I can say a parrot dog, bird's eye hazy. Gorgeous. So, well, okay. Oh, what would go with that? Uh, okay. Heartland? No. Why would uh, I buy Heartland? I don't know. Desperate times? Okay. <laughs> this is my third and final guess. Okay. 
is it? Think, um, uh, think. Is it corn? Is it a corn chip? Yeah, I was just about to say it's not potato. Okay, okay. See, she's in the corn chip family. Okay, that's easy. It's definitely a um, sweet Thai chili Dorito. (laughs) No. Oh. But it is sweet Thai chili. Round ones that Tom oh, uses. Yeah. Yes. I don't even know the bre- the red packet. The red packet. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Great game. Good game. We're, we're shaking. Well done. Good game. Thank you for wow. playing. What's that shit, bitch? So we had two responses <laughs> to our last What's That Chip Bitch. One was your mother who guessed immediately and correctly. Yeah. Mother knows best, and the other was Tom Worthington, friend of the pod, who took some prompting but got there in the end. And that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So hopefully that was interesting. <laughs> it was wild. What are you? Oh, you've got a glass of red. That's good. Yeah. Hey, I'm run. Oh, classic. I just want to run something by you really quickly. Before mm-hmm. we get into our lives of the party, Ben Affleck, hot or not? Not. Okay, interesting. Because I think he's really hot. You always he, have. Yeah, I have. Yeah, we've actually done this before, and on the you've pod? been no, no, just IRL. Um, yeah. And you are about to launch into reasons why he's actually hot and try and convince me that he is actually hot <laughs> while doing yeah, so, convincing yourself that he's even hotter than you thought he was. <laughs> well, there were pictures of him today on the Daily Mail with his girlfriend who was wearing like a massive engagement ring. And I think like maybe they just recently got engaged, but it hasn't been announced. And he looked so good in the photos. I think also the fact that his brother is like got all that like terrible shit happening oh, to him. And remember they right, did that movie yeah. together and they were like winning all those awards and then he was like beating up women or whatever he was doing. Yeah, I don't know if it was beating up or if it was something even worse. Yeah, um, assault of some sort, I think. True. Okay, yeah, that's a good call. And he is like an alcoholic and has yes. had terrible times and Jennifer Garner has had to like pick up all the pieces, but there's just still something about him where visually makes you feel good. You bet. Even with it yeah, even with that big back tattoo. What's the back tattoo of? It's a full eagle, I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. I <laughs> think getting going. Oh my god, peeling everywhere. I am leaving colourful bits of my own skin all over Hawks Bay. That is so weird. I never thought about how it would peel with color on it. It's peeling so much, but um, it's not. It's not swollen anymore. It's only a little bit sore. Um, nice. Yeah, the the healing looks good. There's not too much color that's been disappeared, so 
the mushrooms are still very red. Can't really see, yeah. but no, she's going really well. And I've had uh, almost a hundred percent positive feedback, except from my nana, who thinks <laughs> I'm destroying my life. I thought you were going to say that. Wild. Yeah. Well, did she yeah. tell you just to eat around it? She. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's she's kind of coming around to the idea of it, but that's because I called her hot, so. You know, she is hot. You're not wrong, but also she's like spiritual and like, artistic, and, and she she literally like she she paints and she yeah. like believes in the in the power of healing through your hands. Like by touching, yeah. you can heal someone. But she hates tattoos. You know, she does. Do you know what? More exposure to it. It's her. It's her thinking is that. When I'm old, I'm going to be covered in these wrinkly tattoos and it'll look disgusting because she is a bit hung up about, like, aging process, which is fair, aren't we all? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So she's worried that, like, I'm just going to be this gross, like, colourful, wrinkly man. And she's right. And I yeah, am not worried about that. Thing. You know it. Yeah. We have the opposite opinions of that. I think that's going to be amazing. And she thinks that um, – I've made a terrible mistake. Well, it's too late now unless she wants to fund the removal. She might. She (laughs) might. (laughs) Nice. So let's get into our lives of the party. Tell me something that you are loving right now. Okay. So I have got – it's kind of like more of a stream of consciousness than um, one specific thing. So I just want to say that um, my life of the party this week are Kylie Minogue's Magic Album. Incredible. It's really just like there is not a dull moment on that album. And the the work that she is doing, all the live performances um, are amazing. The... She literally like magicked all of her old album covers so that they look like the album cover of Disco, but with the old photos. Amazing. Uh, good. Yeah, Disco is absolutely amazing. Ariana Grande, Positions album, absolutely incredible. So stunning. Um, Dua Lipa and Miley Cyrus Cyrus. releasing a song together and a video dropped at the same time and it's blood covered and it's fucking incredible. Amazing. Um, The cast of season one of RuPaul's Drag Race. (laughs) The prize is literally nothing and they have had, they have the hardest job of any season of Drag Race ever. Um, Like, what a journey. What a journey RuPaul's did Drag you, Race has come on. In the end, did you agree with BB being the winner? Was that the obvious choice for you? Uh, yeah, it was very, I wouldn't say obvious. It was like Nina Flowers, mm. she put up a really good fight. And her, I think her aesthetic was a bit be ahead of its time but I also think that she kind of paved the way for the more kooky queens to um show off their like artistry but season one was really about female illusion it wasn't about drag queens which is interesting like yeah to look from it now to then I have seen rumors everywhere recently that the all winners 
all stars is happening. It needs to. Who I know. Who do you think will be Victor? Well, oh, I don't know. I don't know because I love so many of them for different reasons I mean Bianca Del Rio I just feel like you can't go any, you can't get better than her but I also love Alaska so much yeah and the Vivian they're putting the Vivian's name in in the rumors as well so maybe cool. it's yeah which I also incredible. think Jinx Monsoon um mm. Sharon Needles Fucking even Violet Chachki is incredible. They're so different. It would be be very hard. But I feel it's almost like what the franchise needs because there is a little bit of drag race fatigue. And I really think that this would be incredible. Yeah, I finally finished watching Drag Race Holland. Um, Yeah. And I even think that the winner of that could come over and compete. Like, yeah. MB Peru, shout out to MB Peru. She was stunning, absolutely stunning. Um, Cameron Diaz was on one of my favorite podcasts this week called Everything Iconic because she has come out with a wine, uh, a wine line called Everline with her friend Catherine Power, who's also the CEO of Who What Where, and is a really massive Bravo fan, and it's a Bravo podcast. But anyway, Cameron Diaz is a huge RuPaul's Drag Race fan. Like she's like you. She has watched Holland. She's like gone the extra mile. It was real cute her talking about it. And she only Can- got into it in the last sort of year. Oh good on her. That's how addictive and it she- is though. Mm, mm, 100% and like hopefully she'll get to be a guest judge speaking of Cameron Diaz I actually read this article on um pedestrian which is an Australian like kind of quirky news site um about the rise and fall of the it girl of like the 2000s um Hilary Duff Paris Hilton Nicole Ritchie and I forgot that uh Hillary Duff Hillary used to Duff. go out with, is it Joel? Joel Madden, yeah. Yeah, when she was 16 and he was 24. Yeah. And obviously that's like started a, a bit of a feud. And Hillary Duff wrote a song about um, uh, Nicole Richie stealing what? her stealing her man. <laughs> really? Yeah, and it's really bad. Okay, cool. I remember that because I, as everyone knows or should know, I was am the biggest fan of Good Charlotte, and it was really wild when he started dating Hillary, and it was when Hillary was like really thin, like it was like bad, and then he when he got with Nicole, it was bad. Do you remember Teletext? Yes. <gasps> Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> so I like found out that they had had Nicole and Joel had had their second kid via Teletext. Wow. Teletext was like this thing on the TV that you could go to and it was like news headlines. 
And it was also like um, told you what sh- what time the shows were going to be on. Right. Yeah. yeah. So, but only um, fancy TVs had it. Like we didn't have teletext. I don't think our TV would have been fancy. Girl, that is private school bullshit you're spouting right there. <laughs> I did not go to a private school. I actually went to an integrated school. Um, I was talking to someone yesterday who's the first, like, woman in their family in four generations to not go to Craighead. Whoa. Yeah. That is wild. Yeah, three months but not not directly but and yeah she told me her leaving drinks I was like my god you need to introduce me to your mum we've got so much to talk about oh my god was she like I didn't want to do this until I definitely knew that I would never see you again I I didn't go to Craighead (laughs) no it was one of these sad things where you like don't really work that closely with someone and then they're leaving and you like have a fun time with them and you're like oh so I'm sure we'll see her around. She's very cool. Yeah, very cool. She, um, she runs in our circles. Anything else you wanted to add to Yeah, that I also want to do uh, a huge absolute life of the party shout out to all the staff at Royston Hospital because oh, they were so lit. I had to fill – so. I've been, I'm up in the 4200 because uh, my mum was diagnosed with breast cancer and she's just had to shop her titties off. So um, I have been, yeah, so she's such a trooper. She like said to me when she woke up that um, she feels like (laughs) a man with a beer belly, you know, like. Because she can't oh, see her boobs anymore. So, <laughs> it was oh. just really funny because she was also, she had to wear a button-up shirt um, and it had drinking Santas all over the button-up shirt that she was wearing. So that was just like extra hilarious. But um, I had to fill out all these forms as her like um, caregiver or next of kin or person to contact. And they asked me if I was responsible they were like, do you have someone responsible to come and like look after you and drive you and blah, blah, blah. And mom looked at me and was like, um, well, <laughs> <laughs> so I wrote on all the forms, like yeah, my name. And then you have to write like how, you know, the person I just wrote responsible son. So every time I got a call from one of the nurses <laughs> to like update me on how mom was going, they'd be like, uh, is this Jason, the responsible son? They're like, yes, it is. Yes, it is. You um, are but they responsible. Were, thank you. Thank You're you so welcome. much. Yeah, the the staff at Royston Hospital think Responsible I am for my trauma. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's for another episode, not today. My mom <laughs> just got rid of cancer, okay? Steph. Um love it. But yeah, shout out yeah. to Royston Hospital. Yeah, there's absolute a, angels. There's a, there's a raging um Oh, careful with your words here, Stephanie. There's a guy, um, uh, <laughs> absolutely flamboyant gay guy on the Real Housewives of Cheshire called Royston. Ah, oh, what an absolute yeah. angel. Wonder if it's named after him. He, yeah, after the yeah, hospital. I mean, he could be an angel, um, yeah. 
I so while speaking of angels, while I was at the hospital, I was reading a lot of um, like That's Life magazine, Women's Day, The Hawks Bay Today, and nice. offering people readings of mm. your horoscopes. Oh, I okay, great, great. Yeah, and um, most people are very receptive. Uh, I found out that one of the nurses needs to ditch one of her friends. She's in a bad friendship, according oh. to the stars. Um, but you would be old... quite good at convincing her to do that. Yeah, I did. I was like, she was like, I I need to go, but I'll see you later. I was like, do you need to go because you have a friend to break up with? <laughs> <laughs> um, but one old man who I offered a reading to politely declined because he already knew what was in store for him. Yeah. And what did he mean by that? I think he was about to go in and have an operation and he was nervous. Right. Yeah, I know. It's a very, I feel like I've only ever had one operation and it was traumatizing walking in. Like I wasn't nervous at all until like I was walking into the room and I just like completely freaked out. Did you not get wheeled in? No, but I was, it was a leak (laughs) to So, <laughs> I, yeah, I just didn't think about it until I was there and then it got so real and I was like, this is scary. Like you're putting your life in someone's hands. Like actually crazy. Yeah. Um, when, yes. when mum woke up from the anesthetic, the first thing she said was, I'm a fucking machine. <laughs> oh, so true. So uh, true. Yeah. Um, so, so true. Yeah, I think that's my that's my whole like stream of consciousness your, of things that I've been enjoying. You didn't want to add. You didn't want to add Bleach's new songs in there. Mm, I haven't even listened to them. Oh my goodness! If I could leave this Zoom right now, I would. Tell me, I'm a bad boy. Tell me, I'm naughty. Um, <laughs> that's weird. <laughs> I love that. Like whoever is in mm. your house right now can't hear me, but would have just heard you saying that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Apple um, Earpods. Yeah. Thank you, Spawn. Hashtag Spawn. Um, Jack Antonoff, our King of Kings, his project Bleachers have just released two new songs. One's called Chinatown and one's called 45, I think. And uh, Chinatown is a duet with Bruce Springsteen. And if you would have told me in 2020 that I would have been, you know, even recognizing a, a song of Bruce Springsteen's, I would have been shook. But it's great. It's definitely elevated bleachers. Like it doesn't really sound the same as their older stuff but i'm loving it i'll have to go and listen did you um enjoy up-and-comer bruce springston bruce springsteen's is that how you pronounce it steen yeah yeah um addition like was he necessary i mean probably not necessary because like now that I'm trying to remember the song, I don't remember his involvement. <laughs> but I think it's more for the fact 
that Bruce Springsteen is a New Jersey hero and Jack is from New Jersey and it's a big part of his like whole vibe is his yeah. New Jersey-ness and yeah. it's like probably the ultimate collab for him. And I really wonder if they're working if- together like beyond this. Like is Bruce about to release uh, <laughs> Jack Antonoff? inspired album i don't know i would love that bruce springsteen is about to put out a jack antonoff song i feel that yeah maybe he's the hottest producer right now i mean duh 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 yeah no loved it um I also was telling you that I listened to chelsea jade's music for the first time this week and wondered if jack was involved in that did you Google it? No. <laughs> ah, yeah. Well, keep on wondering. Tune in next week where we Google Chelsea Jade. She's so great. Yeah, she is really great. The um, album cover is so beautiful. Oh, did you know she was born in um, South Africa? No. Oh, my God. Speaking of, um, so this is for those who listened last week, we were – uh, wondering about Tammy Nielsen. She is Canadian born. Right. Uh, yeah, I thought I I thought I heard a twang of Canadian or yeah. American. Yeah. But I'm not that good at differentiating, but I'm I'm here as a as a person who is not that great at differentiating between the Canadian and the American accents. And I admit it. Yeah, I think that it's in the vowel sounds, like the New Zealand and the Australian accent. Yeah, that's very true. And if they say a boat, then you know they're Canadian. But you have to get them to say a boat. And then how do you get, you know, you've really got to, like, lead the conversation in a way that they will say No, yeah, I reckon you get them in a car and you say, do you want to go through the lights or the round, (laughs) what do you call it? What do you call it? The round... A boot. <laughs> that's one good pack. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a really good one. I'm going to have to use that. You um, actually have to do that in your full licensed driving test. <laughs> so. Pick up a random Canadian on the street. Yeah, you have to parallel park into picking up a Canadian and then take them through a rounder boot. <laughs> <laughs> you have to like pre book book a Canadian. Canadian. Yeah, do you know any? <laughs> no, funnily enough, not currently. Friend of the pod, if you're listening. <laughs> hey, so yeah. what was your life yeah. of the party? Is this your life of the party? Oh my god! Hey, Siri just came up when I said hey. Oh, that's so good. Um. Quickly want to say because yours is a stream of consciousness. Um, uh, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City, get into it, you guys! Don't miss out. It's the latest franchise. It's absolutely batshit insane. Um, the first episode consists of an argument of two people. Which this sorry if this triggers you, but um, arguing about someone smelling like hospital and 
inciting trauma in the other one who had to be in the hospital for 30 days. Um, <laughs> there's also a housewife who is married to her step-grandfather. Uh, <laughs> it's honestly crazy. And like Wait, how do you get a step-grandfather? How do you get a step-grandfather? Okay, so essentially she this gentleman was married to her grandma, but was not her actual grandfather. So step-grandfather. Um, and then, and Yeah. And the grandma died and the grandma was the first lady, the Pentecostal like church. And they, She put it in her will when she was dying to arrange for her granddaughter to take over her position of the church and her husband. (laughs) Isn't that insane? And that's just the start. And she did it. She did it because it's what was, like, arranged and betrothed on her. And then... And this is so there's three episodes out spoiler alert because the third episode got like dropped early on the bravo app so it is out but maybe not everyone has seen it so spoiler alert but in episode three she talks about it and she's like you know we got married and I it was arranged and I was like not into it so I pretended for like a full month that I had my period because I didn't want to sleep with him how it's, old is he well he's now 70 in the 70s, and she's, like, probably in her 50s, maybe. So I've got but a 70-year-old son. Is she rich because of the church? Yeah. I mean, we haven't seen enough to know that, but I assume so. Wow. Yeah. Crazy, eh? It actually um, is crazy. Actually not, that is just, like, a sub a little bit of my life at the party. Subreddit? Where's your Where's your phone? Because in my in my hand, my life of the party this week is an Instagram account, and Dumois mm-hmm. when we talked about that popped off. So not that we just in our circle it popped off. There is this new Instagram account called Siblings or Dating. Are you familiar mm. with it? Is it a gay thing? No. Oh my god. Okay. So just so you know, I. I just typed in siblings and the first thing that came up was not siblings or dating, but siblings or siblings crabs. Siblings or crabs. Yes. <laughs> That's the offshoot. That's the offshoot. And we'll get to siblings <laughs> or crabs. Okay. Have you found have you found the account that has like four hundred thousand followers? No. It's kinda hard to find. If you maybe if you go to siblings or crabs, it might be in the ones that they're following. Oh yeah, no, I've got it. Okay, so basically for the people at home, Siblings or Dating is an account that posts pictures of couples who look like they could be siblings or could be dating. And in their stories, they post photos and get everyone to vote whether they're siblings or dating, and then they post the answer. And it is incredible. Oh, my God, I'm literally just looking at one right now. (gasps) Oh, my God. the one with the really tanned girl? The... Oh, that one, no. Whoa, they one, literally look like siblings. Grid, yeah, I'm and on there's it. one there's one with a really tan girl with her arm oh, around yeah. a guy at a wedding, maybe. 
What do you think? That's siblings. Siblings. But would you pose with your brother like that? They don't really look the same. Oh, they kind of do, eh? <laughs> See, it's just a hand on the stomach. It, does, it, it looks very platonic to me. The one in the, when they oh, had they, that one in this. 67% of people said they were dating. Yeah, they look like they're dating. Oh, my God. That is not. I wonder what I'm going to look like when I'm dating someone and I have to take a couple photo. Like that. Okay. You can photos shoot. You can take like, the photo. Oh, yeah, they yeah, will be. I'll, 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 <laughs> hey, friend of the forest. <laughs> um. Oh my god, this is shocking, guys! You need to get involved in this right now. It's amazing, so good, right? Oh my god, I feel like some of them are siblings who are dating. Maybe. I'm also <laughs> wondering if now that it's bigger, they people are like who are siblings are taking particularly close. Are you looking at the one of the ones who look like they're naked in bed? No, the ones of the uh, the, the dating people in the pool. And they are siblings. <laughs> wow. So crazy. So basically what they'll do is, yeah, post the photos. They do lots of zoom-ins, which is crucial. I and have got they'll... every single one wrong. <laughs> they'll do a poll and be like, are these siblings or dating? And then uh, like maybe an hour later they'll post the the, the truth. Wow, this is a really good content. It's so good. It's addictive. Is it um, narcissistic to date someone who looks exactly like you? Um, Maybe. How do these people think- even find each other? They're literal doppelgangers. <laughs> oh, my God. Know. Oh, my God. Oh, guys, okay, (laughs) fucking, you better be on this right now while we're talking about this. I hope that you're as shocked as I am because this, oh, they must be, please be dating, please be dating. Oh, okay, they are. They look exactly the same, but they are dating. I honestly think that this is siblings and dating, not siblings or dating. (laughs) So siblings or crabs is obviously another account that they've made and they just post photos of either crabs or siblings and like it's like (laughs) siblings or crabs. It's a picture of crabs and then it's a swipe and it's like crabs. Which is oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, so um eighty no sixty eight percent of the people voted that this picture of crabs was actually siblings, so they got that one yeah. wrong. <laughs> it's good. I'm telling you, it's gonna blow up. Like everyone is gonna be talking about this soon. It's I'm so, I'm gonna give that one a I'm gonna give that one a follow, actually. I'm not even sure how I found out about it now, but it's so good. It's so, so good. Wow. Yeah. It is amazing. And for people, it's been really hard to find, so we'll share it. But um, I had to keep sending it to people at work yesterday because they couldn't find the right account. I think. Maybe it's shadow banned. I don't know. I don't that know. No, it's just there's it another siblings or dating that comes up first that's only got 4,000. Oh my god, what a time to be alive. These ones have the same haircut. 
Yeah. See, I was thinking, I don't think I could pose with either of my siblings and it not look like we were siblings. Maybe just if your tongue was in their mouth. <laughs> just an option. Oh, just, let's just do it. Let's just do it for the for the gram. Imagine if you posted a photo of you pashing your siblings and sent it to them, and then it said siblings. (laughs) Hey, look, sometimes anything goes, you know, can't judge anyone's journey. Oh my God. Speaking of anything goes, I went and watched a pantomime last night. Oh, yes. The um, Waipawa Musical Theatre Society. We're putting on Cinderella, the pantomime, which yes. is a Rogers and Hall pantomime, but they had decided that this Rogers and Hall pantomime needed like pop songs from um, Love. the Twilight Saga. Yeah. No. Heart no. Beats no. No. We need to talk about when we saw that at um, Dracula's in Melbourne. Go. I I can't remember. <laughs> Do you remember when we went to Melbourne with friend of the pod Adam, and we stayed with friend of the pod, which will shock you, Reese? Wow. Oh. We um. Hi, Reese. Uh, <laughs> he might be a popper and pop in and outer. He's a poppers, but um, we went to Dracula's, and we thought like we were going to see the cream of the crop of performers in Australia. And everyone would tell us about Dracula's and be like, you have to go. Like, it's so good. And we went and we spent so much money on it and it was so bad. And the girl sung, who do you think you are? Oh, it was Jar of Hearts. <laughs> and what's not the same song? <laughs> it is the same song though. It is the same song. <laughs> By Christina Perry. And she was like twirling around in this like hoover Oh my and... God. I forgot about that. That was a personal joke of ours for such a long time. Who do you think you are? Running around leading skies. It was so bad. And Stingray from Nathan. <laughs> Stingray. And that's, that's that on that. That's that on that. Stingray. Yeah. Um, but back to you. But that's such a thing. Like, if I was going to direct a pantomime, I would definitely put, like, new songs in it. That's the point, right? Yeah, but I think – and this this is really being drilled into me by friend of the pod, Erin Claire. Yes. Earnestness has no place in theatre. <laughs> <laughs> Did she actually say that to you? Not as a quote, but like uh, just the way that, you know, like you see someone earnestly singing a song that's like, it's just, they're just really, and it's just well, too they, much. They, they're, they're that meme which has gone around recently, which is like leaving your family holiday staring out the window of the car as the rain pulls down, like <laughs> yes, singing along yes. to a song on the radio. Yes. <laughs> to be honest, um, the the girl who played the lead role, Cinderella, was a really talented singer. She sounded really good. I think she's probably like pregnant or something. I don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. I just made that up. Oh my God. I just <laughs> <laughs> um, 
she, no, she's really nice. I don't think she's auditioning for Nesda. I think she's already done um, jazz schools things. Anyway, um, in this pantomime of Cinderella, the dad was still alive. The mum was nowhere to be seen. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. The ugly stepsisters were men in drag. Yes. Uh, which was exciting. And yeah. there was this, the the prince was oh, so one-dimensional. Um, I mean, but aren't they all? huge shout out to the prince's evil friend. I don't know his name in real life or the character or why he existed, uh, but he buttons? was very talented. No. He was very buttons? talented. Buttons. Yeah. Was it Buttons? No, no. The character was the character. Why do you know? No, I don't know. But why would you know? Cinderella. I've done Cinderella. Oh, so wait. Was okay. I've got some questions for you then. Sure. It's yeah. Why was the where was the mum, and why was the dad still alive? I yeah. I don't think there were. I from memory there were not parents in ours. There was oh, but was the parent a dame? No, the parent was just okay. a man, a dad. Okay, well, that's. And there was a stepmother? No stepmother. Okay, I'm going to tell you my thoughts, and I could be wrong, but I think that they needed the ugly stepmother, and the guy refused to do drag, and so they had to make it a father. Because it's a stepmom and the stepdaughters all at yes. dames. Yes, that's what should have happened, but that is not what happened. And you felt bad because it's Cinderella's dad treating her like garbage. Yeah, I mean, we've all seen a Cinderella story and we know that the dad is dead. Yeah, the dad is 100% dead and yeah. Cinderella's are 100% drinking water. But why did we love the friend? Oh, just actually really talented. Mm. That's great. I met a really good, great guy today. <laughs> he was Canadian. No, <laughs> he um, <laughs> he is called William, and he works the fragrance counter at Farmers Lambton Key. And mm. he is the cutest little bean. I'm obsessed with him. I like. Wish I had a business that I could poach him. He was so helpful, s- sassy in all the right ways, hilarious. Um, honestly, would love the pod, I reckon. Oh, my God. We got okay. really well. I Googled Eli Saab in front of him. Do you know anything else about him? Um, he would have been in between the ages of... 19 and 21, I would imagine. Oh, uh, very me. Love that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Ginger here thought Eli Saab was a woman until quite recently, which is then I Googled it. And then he said, yeah, it's shocking because he's not gay. And I was like, is he though? Aren't they all just a little bit? Oh, my God. I feel like this is a scene into song. It was so good. It was a really great time. I loved him. So shout out to William. Um, okay. Cool. Do we have- Peak too soon. Yeah. 
go. Peak too soon. Things that didn't peak too soon, William did not peak too soon. Mm. My peak too soon is um, absolutely disgraceful. Cannot, I can't believe that this is a thing that we have to be talking about. Uh, celebrity chef. Oh, Pete yeah. Evans. Yeah. Fucking downfall into the dirt ground. So Pete yeah. Evans is a celebrity chef who you may know from, uh, I was just going to say, so you think you can cook. We <laughs> 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 should start it though. So you think, no, well, like I can't cook. So you think you, should, you can yeah, cook? Yeah, it's a bit like, so you think you can cook? And people come what? into their house. But they da- but the ballroom dancers, the ballroom dancers oh, decide yes. whether or not they can cook. Oh. <laughs> yes, <laughs> and they eat. You literally okay. What I would be serving to ballroom dancers: a, a very yeah. nice plate, and no, one a cigarette, cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or the diet coke and cucumber diet. Yes. Um. So no, Pete Evans was not on. He's not in the uh, show coming to TVNZ in 2021. So you think you can cook? But he was no. actually a judge on uh, My Kitchen Rules. Also, famously married to Nikki Watson, who you will remember com- coming to TVNZ 2021 Celebrity Treasure Island back in the day. <laughs> let's not <laughs> let's not acknowledge that I just did to say um <laughs> sorry technical glitch guys yeah. it, was, it was a lag in the in the zoom um so Pete Can Evans has, oh yeah Pete Evans Pete Evans we should call him something else he deserves he deserves a Voldemort name um sorry adam if you can hear me eating chips (laughs) i I have literally been i need to hide the bag of chips from me so i can't eat them on the so so pete evans posted a (laughs) (laughs) wild um (laughs) pete evans posted a photo last week uh, which is a cartoon drawing of a caterpillar wearing a MAGA hat talking to a butterfly which had a neo-Nazi symbol on it. The same neo-Nazi symbol worn by the uh, Australian man who uh, shot yeah. all those people in the Christchurch mosque. Like, this is a symbol that is uh, of destruction. It is not, it is not to be shared. Yeah, or acknowledged as anything. Platform. Yeah. Um. So, and he posted this photo, being like, "This could be interpreted so many different ways." And then, like, someone literally posted, "Like, you know, that's the neo-Nazi symbol, right?" And he posted back on their comment, being like, "I've been waiting for someone to bring that up." So, fast forward a few (laughs) days, and. What does that even mean? I don't know. Pete has, um, it was in lockdown because he was about to go on, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here, which he got fired from. Uh, 
bookstores all around the country, including New Zealand, uh, have taken mm. his cookbooks off the shelf. You can no longer find him in Paper Plus. You can no longer find him on Mighty 8. You can no longer find him in Unity Books. They have literally just said, no, thank you. He is losing millions of dollars um, because he posted this. And so he's uh, come back and posted an apology video. And guys, no, you need to. I didn't watch it yet. You need to watch this apology video. It is the kookiest shit I've ever seen. So picture this. Pete Evans at a horse stable. <laughs> <laughs> and he What was he doing, his... like collecting his paleo meats for the week? I honestly don't know. I think he was just wanting to be like make it seem serene, but the horse it, the horse like keeps butting him in the head while he goes on to be like I had to Google what neo-Nazi was. How could I possibly be a neo-Nazi? I just like, that's not me. And this horse just keeps smacking him in the face with its own head. Oh, it's so weird. Um, And I think this is the official funeral of Pete Evans. I think that he's finally done. This is a man who has literally been denying COVID he exactly. <laughs> he has been um, yeah pushing pushing paleo diet which honestly if that's what you want to do as a grown adult sure but he's pushing it he wrote a kids cookbook about why kids should be on paleo which is like scientifically proven to be legit disastrous for children yeah um and it's i think it's been a long time coming and it's crazy it that that this like the the picture that he posted was like that's it well it's like shouldn't have even got to the point where he could have posted that kind of thing no i know i and also i wonder what he meant by this picture can be interpreted so many different ways it's like a a trump caterpillar talking to a nazi butterfly yeah is it the the caterpillar being like, um, hey, just want to like want some tips, butterfly? Or is it like the caterpillar turns into a butterfly? So it starts with mega yeah. and it gets to that level. Yeah. Um. My Speaking question- of Nazi sh- stuff, though, sorry. Also, I watched Jojo Rabbit for the first time oh. this week. It's a really gorgeous movie. Look, I haven't seen that. Absolutely okay. incredible. Really funny, really heartwarming, uh, amazing performances, really clever storytelling. It's really good. Very, very good movie. Cool. I'll watch it. I'll watch it. Yeah. But my, my question was, what does Manu have to say about all of this? Oh my god! I reckon he just says nothing. Like, no, you know what he says, Jason. You know he says, he "Where's the source?" Exactly. Um, okay, yeah, cancelled. I mean, yeah, cancel culture is a weird one because it's really it's not. It's not cancelling him. It's literally deplatforming. Yeah, deplatforming and giving yeah. him like. We don't need to be sending this man millions of dollars um, anymore. Like, yeah, 
yeah. Not everyone deserves a platform. No, and he'll find, you know, I don't know what his career looks like anymore, but it's definitely, um, oh, my God, imagine him on I'm a Celebrity, Get Me Out of Here. That would have been so wild to watch. Yeah, why did they, I mean, I guess they can produce it, so they could have cut, that, that, that could be very dangerous. Yeah. Guys, you need to. I just listened to the first episode of Armchaired and Dangerous, which is the collab podcast between Dak Shepard and Monica Padman from Armchair Expert with our beautiful boy, David Farrier. And they're doing a monthly podcast about conspiracy theorists. And the first one came out today. And it was all about, a, like, similar, this guy came up with this theory about lizard people and that mm. how lizard people are like taken the queen as a lizard person and the and George Bush and all about how this guy started as a British TV journalist and just was had such a big platform that he slowly could like start spilling all his nonsense. And um yeah, I think if you're interested in that kind of thing, then head to that podcast because it's very interesting. Yeah, conspiracy theories are so hot right now. They really are. What would our conspiracy theory be? Um, I personally think that you're one of those lizard people. Why are you wearing so much green? True. And I why mean, is your tan looking so scaly, lizard? <laughs> Do you know why it's looking scaly? Because after I saw William, I went to Mecca and met this gorgeous lady whose name I didn't catch. But she, we were looking at the Kylie skin stuff, which is now in Mecca. And mm-hmm. she was saying that she thinks like it's all great except for the exfoliant. She thinks it's too harsh. And that people who are coming to get Kylie skin because they love Kylie Jenner don't actually know how to use exfoliants and Kylie says that she uses it every day but she's like it's harsh she shouldn't be doing that and she put some on my hand and it was exfoliating it is it a face exfoliator I think it's a full body oh yeah and then she was like what do you use I was like I actually use ultraceuticals when I can did she love that not as much as I would have liked oh whatever um I know. What a whore. Um, my peak too soon? Yeah, tell me. Would you? Okay, so my peak too soon is how sad this season of The Crown is making me. I'm loving it. It's season four. It just came out. It's um, the season where Charles meets Diana and that starts, that whole thing starts, and it's amazing to watch and the actress who plays Diana is gorgeous and it's like bringing a lot of like stories about Diana and things to the forefront of the media but it's making me really think about a lot of things Ah. firstly yeah I know I I mean I'm I'm a royalist and I mean, I've talked about on here before how conflicting it is to love, like, the ponce and circumstance of the royal family whilst knowing that they are literal symbols of colonisation 
and kind of everything that's bad. Um, <laughs> but the celebrity and the pop culture element of it all, I like can't get enough of. And because Diana died in 1997. Yes. Like we were not old enough to really have seen the journey and no, like I remember, we've, I think we've talked about this before on the podcast. Like our mums were devastated, and we knew it was awful and terrible, but we didn't have the history with her. And so I kind of feel like I'm learning heaps more about Diana and um, how it all went down by watching The Crown. And to me, I just feel so sorry for her because she met this guy. She was 18 when she met Charles. I think she was closer to 20 when they got married she never saw him like they didn't have a relationship they weren't in love they were just like she's the choice you're marrying her and and Camilla's there the whole time and obviously this is dramatized but I really feel like it's not that far from the truth so well the royal family says otherwise because they have been blowing up this week about how um but have they? Because this is my thing. Like, are these statements from the palace or is it hearsay? Because I personally think that they would not be commenting on it at all. And I think that's like bullshit, those stories. Oh, well, who knows? I, I mean, don't know. I, what I've read is that the palace is like deeply upset with the crown. They don't, they denounce the crown. They denounce the facts in the crown, the uh, drama schism of it all is uh too intense except i did read that camilla has a great sense of humor and will be watching it (laughs) so yeah okay lots to say about that so firstly i all i can think about is megan in her house in la being like either sneakily watching it on the side or being like harry like let's just watch it like i want to know more about your mum. Like, it's like a visual representation of this person she doesn't know but is so important to her husband. And I really believe in my heart of hearts they're watching it together. Um, I think Harry's making money off it. Huh. I think that he's invested in a company that uh, has something to do with the crown, randomly, which is another, another reason. Well, it was just this article I read about how, like, Harry is making money off the royal's misery. Well, I mean, it's his misery too, isn't it? No. Um, He shouldn't be miserable. Oh, oh, yeah, I thought you meant about the crown. No, no, no. It's like their collective misery. Um, Camilla, like, if she's anything like her character, I feel like she is so misrepresented in real life like if she's like that in real life I want to get to know her but thirdly the reason why I kind of wanted to chat about this was because on Jesse Mulligan's RNZ show the other day he was talking to Jessica Hobbs who's a New Zealand director who directs on the crown and she I just watched the episode she was talking about on the if, uh, on her, in her chat with Jessie and I came in halfway through and all I could hear was about how she wanted to cast actors who were disabled who were um, who had Down syndrome and I was like what's she talking about and the article, the episode is just played and the queen 
has five had five cousins with intellectual disabilities that they said had died <gasps> in writings, but they were in a hospital or a facility living their lives. And Princess Margaret, the Queen's sister, discovered all of this and and was like, we have cousins, they're alive. And the Queen was like, no, they're not alive, they're dead. No, she didn't Whoa. know. She did not know. These were daughters of the Queen Mother's brother, so their uncle. And when the Queen, when Queen Elizabeth's father became king, when his brother uh, denounced the throne, can, uh, oh my God, what, abdicated the throne, they were like, okay, now this is our bloodline and these dis- people with intellectual disabilities are part of our bloodline and we have to pretend that they are dead because it's not a good look for the royal bloodline to have these genes. Isn't that so fucked up? And I don't know how much of it is true, but at the end of the episode, they had like the photos of the real people and had their like birth dates and death dates. And I was like crying. Makes my skin crawl. And we need Jessica Hobbs on the pod. Gorgeous. She's put her on the list. That reminds me of... uh, um... Because she cast... I was just going to say she cast people from different groups around London and the UK who are just like had disabilities and, and it's amazing. It's so gorgeous. They're all incredible. Yeah. And she had to really fight for it because um, people were kind of saying like, let's just do whatever. But yeah. So I'm really happy yeah. about that. Um, reminds me of a documentary that I watched um, from 2016, I think it's called, a world without down syndrome. It was a BBC documentary hosted by Sally Phillips. Um, which was literally, so she has a down syndrome child and it's her traveling the world to, um, look at the fact that, um, if you are pregnant, then you get tested to see if your child potentially has down syndrome or not. And then whatever the results are, the doctor, um, can tell you that it is possible for you to abort if you want based on the fact that that child has Down syndrome. Yeah, that's wild. And so in places like Iceland, they haven't um, had a Down syndrome birth in years. And so eventually there'll be no people with Down syndrome. No, because in this documentary, it's actually really, really upsetting. (laughs) But yeah. really interesting and definitely gives you a different perspective on um, whether these tests are ethical or ethical. not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was, it was so sad. Like, and from what I can see, like, I don't know a lot about Princess Margaret, but she is like horrified. Yeah. And um, it really sends her into more of a downward spiral than she was already on. And yeah, I'm, I really want to look into it more, like, this whole story. And anyway, The Crown, like, it's problematic. Like, it was an episode I was watching last night, and I was like, 
there is there are no people of color in this scene and i i get that because that's like literally their world but it's also like really fucking crazy and yeah i just it's it brings up a lot of interesting topics and really is thought provoking as to whether um yeah it just feeds into the conversation about the monarchy and whether we should be involved still and and what does it all mean honestly we shouldn't we should not the monarchy are basically you know they're like kardashians yeah now you know like they they don't yeah except for business except for business people of color in their circles yeah they they don't really have a point anymore i um yeah yeah totally I feel like yeah. it's sad as well because I love Olivia Coleman and I'm really starting to like not like her as the queen like just for what she says and and how um she's like an old woman stuck in her ways and it's like yeah absolutely insane but we love Olivia Queen Olivia um, yeah it's amazing the way they've recreated all these um outfits and things for Diana though Oh my god! Also, yeah, I can't wait to see the dress. Can we talk about um, Margaret? You don't Thatcher? really see it. Oh yes, we can. You don't really see um, the wedding the dress, dress as much as I would have thought. She just kind of tries it on, unless maybe there's a flash. Maybe there'll be a big flashback, but it was pretty brief. But well, also, the- Jessica Hobbs was saying that um, she was like, "Yeah, it's crazy because you think like." you know, it would be heaps of money involved. And she's like, it's probably not what everyone thinks it is, the budget involved, but also, um, you know, they have the ability to be like, okay, guys, the weather's shit. Like, we're just going to shut down for today and do it tomorrow. Whereas a lot of other projects, you just couldn't do that. Yeah. Mm. Jessica Hobbs, cool. Love her. Yeah, she was so, she just, like, had such a good energy about her. Cool. Well, listen to her on Jessie Mulligan's podcast, RNZ podcast. Is that it? I don't think it's a podcast. It's a radio show, but we'll, we'll uh, find it. We'll link it. Yeah, we'll find yeah. an interview. Um, shall we say the mantra? Oh, my God. I've been waiting for this because because we are doing this remotely. I can't wait to hear what the playback of oh, it sounds yeah. like. Okay. I well, think we should harmonize. Okay. Do you? Uh, okay, so who's taking the melody? I think that you should take the melody and I'll do the harmony. Okay. Okay. Three, two. Wait, one. no, you got a five, six, seven, eight. Eh? And a five, six, seven, eight. 2001, 2001 to 2000. Oh, wait, no, no, oh. I think I need to do like a, a five, six, seven, eight. Yeah. Do you like that point? Yeah. I actually, I love this that. is not the first time I've conducted this week. I'll just have you know. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it won't be the last. <laughs> <laughs> and a uh, five, six, seven, eight. Two thousand and one. Two thousand and eight. There ain't a song that we Did you? Take the melody. It felt like you took the harmony. Well, I was speaking. I kind of forgot that we were not just talking. 
Yeah, it, it showed. We might have to dub over that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, okay, Adam, I've got a question. Was it worse listening to that or worse listening to this? <laughs> that was a way nicer crunch to listen to than earlier. Oh, yeah. Okay, so do you want to go first? Yep, I do because it's topical. So at work, sometimes I have to wear earmuffs. This will shock you. It does. But when I'm grinding coffee, sometimes I put on earmuffs because it's a lot of coffee. It's loud. And the earmuffs have radio stations in the (gasps) that you can listen to. So fucking, like, bougie, eh? Um, Not really, but... Yeah, McCain's never had that. A song came on that, you know, really, I have thought about a lot recently, Um, and it's it's related back to the Aotearoa Music Awards, (gasps) kind of, because it's a New Zealand song. My song is from 2010... The Mint Chicks, crazy, yes, dumb, no. Come on, girl, just go down. I, I may be crazy, crazy but, but I'm, I'm not dumb. dumb. Why go into dumb? Um, love it. I had the biggest crush on the Mint Chicks, the guy, the whoever, I don't know if it was two guys, one guy. Multiple. No, men. I don't know either. Um, Have we seen the Mint Chicks I, live before? No, I actually feel like they were twins or brothers. Um, um, you know, now being nearly thirty, like I really relate to that title. Like crazy, yes. Dumb, no. You know, like there's so many yes. ways you could interpret that. And yeah, I they were definitely siblings. It. I don't know if they were siblings or. Dating. Dating. Yeah. But um, um, Ruben Nielsen and Cody Nielsen. Do, are they not twins? Um, I honestly can't read. Or oh, they played at Big Day Out 2004, 2005, 2007, and 2009. I don't well, know. Well, um, well, they're great. And it's a great song. Because I know. I can't that, read fast have, enough. That's fine. They have that... Um, the sound where it's very like uh, it sounds like they're talking, like their accents come through in yes. like Jim Wigmore almost. Yeah, I very mean, great. Like if they were British, it would be like Brit Rock or whatever. You know? No, what's that song? I think you are really sick. You're sick, but my God, yeah. don't you know it? Fit. I think it's you are really fit. Yeah. Um, yeah, great song to add. I've actually also got Thank a New you. Zealand song. <gasps> Yay! So, oh, my God. So this song actually has such a fucking journey, which I've discovered today. So my song is by the Mount Rascal Preservation Society yes. featuring oh, Holly yes. Smith, Babe yes. in the River. So this song... Um, I think when you're too loud on Zoom, it literally like cuts you off. 
Great. <laughs> um, this song was from uh, 2009 from the movie Number Two, yes. which is a New Zealand movie, and written and produced I- by Don McGlashan. Yeah, he's in it. He's in the song. He's in the music video. Yeah, and guess who else is in it? In the music video or the movie? No, who's part of Mount Rascal Appreciation? No, what is it? Uh, Preservation Society. No, it's it's Rascal. It's Rascal. So it's a play on words. Right, okay. I was like, you are a friend of the pod recently as of last week. Week. Number one singer in New Zealand currently. <laughs> Benny? <laughs> so close. Oh, Balakalolo. Yeah, it's Balakalolo. So the Mount Rascal oh. Preservation Society was a super group that was formed only for this song by Don McGlashan. Um, and they are pretty much the backup for the song. But this song is... It is not earnest. It is emotional in all the right ways. The beginning of it is, it'll make your soul alive. And the music video is like them at like a party or maybe premiere of the movie. What was the movie about? Was it about like The movie was about like a, yeah, I think they were like a Fijian family who the Nana was like organizing this um, dinner to name her successor. Right. Yeah, I don't know that I've actually ever seen the movie. (laughs) Yeah, but the soundtrack is lit. And, okay, so this song also had a second life. Oh, no, it actually had two second lives. So the first second life was, um, so Don McGlashan actually released the song himself on his own studio album. But, and I can't believe that we forgot that this happened. What? Holly Smith formed her own super group with, Yes. Anika Moore and Bo yes. Runga and they released yes. a whole album together and the- <laughs> I didn't forget this. I didn't forget Oh my this. god, I forgot. So they released it together and there's the last track is Bathe in the River Live and it's Boa, <gasps> Anika and Holly all singing together and it's Boa. absolutely stunning. Boa. 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 <laughs> Boa. Sorry, I was drag race Canada for a second. Um Bo Runga, yeah. yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, I don't think I've, I don't think I remember that, but I do remember their super group. And um, Bo and Anika just did a jewelry collab for Bo Runga Jewelry. God, and which we all know we've told Bo Runga to her face that we just love so much. We love it. We love it. We um, love it. Amazing. That's so cool. I love that yeah. song. I'm so glad. I can't believe we haven't already put it on there. Also, I know. Do you know what? The point of the night where we're playing this 2001 to 2008 playlist and that song comes on, I just oh. don't even know how much we'll lose our minds. When are we going to party to that playlist next? At our 30th. Oh, good call. But okay, so also, sorry, sorry, we are on Zoom, so we can have a quick meeting. Um, yes. I went and saw my father today and was talking, I invited him to our 30th. And yeah. did he, did he, ask he said, are you going to have a band? Oh. 
And I said, I, we'd love um, to have a band. He said, maybe that could be my contribution. So I whoa. think that we get Anika, what are we looking at here? Boa, and Holly. <laughs> Just like with Book Shapeshifter at 20 grand. <laughs> you know what? I'll be that like, you know, it costs it actually costs more. It costs more to cut off my mum's boobs. So consider yourself lucky. <laughs> Cost less to cut off mine, which is interesting. Um, <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Wow. I didn't even think about parents' contribution. We're only 30 once. Whose band would we get? I think the like whoever's number one on the charts at that time, we just book Strength him. Project. It's like 60. Yeah, we- <laughs> so in the 4200, Waipokoro, uh, the only movie that is playing at the Civic Theatre is 660's movie. Oh, Yeah. Great, though. They need the money boost. You know, COVID has fucked us all. Yeah. Um, just before we wrap up, I really want to ask you something really important. Go. Do you wash your legs? Yeah. You, you um, consciously wash, scrub your legs. Yeah, and my feet. I go all the way down. Okay, feet. Yes, I get. So yesterday my colleague and friend bolstered into the room and said, I'm just listening to a podcast and I have to stop everything. Who washes their legs in here? So she was listening to the Reply All podcast. 80% of people wash their legs and 20% of people don't and I don't and I don't know you know I've been polling I've been out there polling on the streets and most people that I've spoken to don't consciously wash their legs but I believe it to be a body hair versus not so much body hair situation you have hairy legs I don't wash my legs because they're hairy. I wash them because they're dirty. What do you mean? But like, but the water just like washes like over them. You don't need to like physically wash legs. Okay, so the thing that having a tattoo currently that's healing, I can't use like a loofah or a scrub, like a scrubby thing on it at the moment. So I just yeah. have to get the get the soap or the body wash and just like run it over because there could be like bacteria in the in the thing but normally i would scrub my whole body with that thing like i need i need to scrub it i need to run that little luxury thing everywhere yeah yeah which i do too but i don't think i ever really wash the legs or if i do i don't think about it like i wash my feet but I don't consciously like, oh, better get the shin, better get the thigh. Wait, so, okay, hang, hold up. You I know. go down to your feet and you <laughs> entirely skip your legs? Kind of, because everything's just like washing down anyway. 
you sound like you have no system. Oh, I have a system. Well, why do you miss a whole part of your body? Because it's legs. Like, obviously, if I'm shaving them or I'm scrubbing tan off, then I'm washing them. But I'm not like pits, body, collarbones. <laughs> well, the collarbones are the most important. Behind the ears. I don't like, I don't like leather my legs. Whoa. Yeah. So I'd love to know because, like, most people I've spoken to don't. But the statistics would say otherwise. So I'm again, a full I think leg I'm washer. living in a really small bubble of people. I think that, like, if I didn't wash my legs, I would not be bothered washing my feet. They're so far down. They are far down, but, you know, I don't know. I just don't. I'm going to think about it every day for the rest of my life. I think that you should try it. Yeah, I might just like it. You it's might. Like, how do you wash your legs? Do you bend and you like soak them and then? Um, is that the vibe? Yeah, I bend down. You could lift them up, but you might have a fall. <laughs> Honestly, that <laughs> we can't talk about that. I'm really like seriously worried you're gonna like come home on Monday night and find me like passed out, and I've been there for two days because I've slipped. Well, that will be better than you being a missing person because I don't know the colour of your eyes. And that's that on that. Um, thank you guys for tuning in to our – I'm not going to say one and only because I don't want to, like, commit to that. But our very first Zoom pod, I hope that it sounds okay. <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, I'm ready for another beer and another episode of The Crown, to be fair. Um, follow us on Instagram at Pod. Subscribe to the podcast. Tell your friends about the podcast. Um, tell them about our 2001 to 2008 playlist. Yes. It's a fucking good time. I might even listen to Bathe in the River before I put on The Crown again. Yes. Good idea. Oh, and also... Um, Send us your voice recordings of you eating a chip. We'd love to guess what chip you're eating. We would yeah, love to and, play What's That Chip Bitch with our friends. And do you wash your legs? Hit us up in the DMs. Oh my god. <laughs> All right. I'm about to um I'm about to log on to Grinder right. to look for someone who looks exactly like me so that we can date. Yay, siblings are dating. Now, do you have a hangover for the listeners? Yeah, my hangover this week is, um, uh, I'm going to say an altercation I had with a uh, person oh on Grindr. Oh, my God, we didn't even talk about it. So, we'll talk about that next episode. Um. Yeah, I had this altercation. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> if you're a snobby fucking prick, well, own it. Bye. <laughs> own it. Bye. Oh, baby, own it. <laughs> snobby fucking prick. <laughs>
your mullet or whatever you've got going on there. Oh my god. <laughs> Love it. Okay. So funny. Funny.